You're listening to Lead Through Values, where America's Chief Culture Officer, James Mayhew, helps you create a high-performance workplace by building strong leaders, enhancing communication, and accelerating productivity. And now, here's your host, James Mayhew. Everybody, this is James. Welcome back to Lead to Values. I've got a short episode for you today, something to kind of take a deep dive into, but in a short kind of way. Uh, I wanted to share a an example of some client work that I'm doing and something unique that we discovered. And so as we get into it, I just want to thank you, first of all, for being here and being part of the show. Thank you again for your questions. Uh, I'm going to be doing an episode coming up uh, that's going to feature some questions that um, you're asking. Hey, if you have some, send them my way because uh, uh, maybe we'll address your question on an upcoming episode of the podcast. So here's the thing I wanted to uh, speak to you about today. I'm helping a client discover their cultural attributes. Now, what are cultural attributes you might be asking? Well, In this case, what we're going in and we're doing is we're discovering what their core values are, and then we're going to define what those expectations are around that, and that's the core behaviors. And it was just recently we dug deep and we uncovered some really absolutely, what I consider absolutely fascinating attributes of the culture. People around the room uh, that are involved in this, I just want to kind of lay it out who's in the room. Uh, that is some people are at the executive level, some people are managers and some are neither, but there's one thing that they all have in common. And this is really key in, in how we do this. Okay. The one thing they have in common is that they're all very invested. So let me explain what invested means. They're invested in the company, it's customers, it's products, it's solutions, it's people its mission, and its vision. It's very interesting when you have people in the room that look at their job as beyond a job and beyond even a career, that they see it as this fulfilling, uh, this thing that they do that just gives them incredible fulfillment and satisfaction. That is investment. It's, It's at the emotional level. It's at the intellectual level. Obviously, it has to appear in some case in, in the physical level as well. But these this group of people that sat around and we were talking about these things to get to their culture, like we're really getting to the heart and soul of who they are. You know, call it their DNA. Here's a word that surfaced during that discovery process. That word was grace. And here's what I found out is that grace has been a cultural attribute in this company from the very beginning. And when that started to um, come to the surface through these conversations and situations that I'm asking and bringing them through, it struck me as highly unusual. I've not seen that particular word come out before, at least not like this. Here's the interesting thing. They didn't think it was a big deal. But it was when I began to show them from my view, which is the outsider's perspective of just how amazing that was. And and by the way that they were describing its history, the origin and also the impact of grace. 
that's when the energy changed. Here's what I mean by that. When you bring people in to do this activity, uh, there's always a little skepticism around it uh, because they're not exactly sure what we're going to do, how it's going to be used and what it's going to look like when we're finished. Uh, I don't mind that one bit. I actually kind of embrace that. And I think skepticism is a great thing. Uh, I think there's apprehension. I think there is uh, maybe a little bit of, should I be here? Uh, especially when you have you know senior leaders in the room, but then you have employees who are are not in leadership roles. It can feel intimidating. When I when I'm talking about this energy that changed, they started to believe more in the process that we were going through. Uh, you know, everybody's there and they're bought in. I, I don't mean to imply that they're not, but what's actually happening is happening is is they start to think different. They start to go deeper and not only to understand, but embrace what they're being a part of and how they're actually contributing to it. So when a word like grace comes to the surface and we discover that, that's when it gets the energy changes, their focus changes. And, and it's like, I always say this, it's like the, the proverbial light switch starts to turn on and they start to see things new. This is what makes my job so fulfilling and exciting for me. And then what comes after this discovery and defining stage is bringing these attributes to life so they're visible, they're measurable, they're teachable. And we integrate them into formal and informal feedback. We'll integrate them into the hiring process. We'll integrate them into their strategic planning process. And they'll become an integral part of a culture of execution excellence. Ooh, I love how that sounds. In other words, it's really going to like forever change their company for the better. This process that I take uh, this client through or that I take my other clients through, this discovery process, this defining process, it is so much more than ending up by writing statements. It is a process that capitalizes on this word investment. Right. It's about investing in the development of individuals and the team. It's about inspiring greatness in every activity that happens. It's about instilling a sense of confidence and belief in what we are building and accomplishing. We is the emphasis there. Like I said, I love what I do because I keep looking until I find that spark and I start to see these things emerge and and. And I'll ask more clarifying questions. I'll ask another question. Tell me more. What is what is it? What does that mean? That's something that I ask a lot. What does it mean though? What would it look like? Describe it to me. And that's when we find the spark. And then I get to help pour some gas on it. So it makes me it makes me think. You know, for you as you're listening to this, uh, I love this curiosity piece. It makes me wonder what unique attributes of your company culture are waiting to be discovered or or possibly not just discovered for the first time, but maybe it's rediscovered. Is there something that's missing? You know, something that used to be there, but it's been stolen by the busyness and disruption of the last couple of years. You know, perhaps you're a business owner who's looking for a way to get your team re-energized and re-engaged in the business, but you're really not sure what you need to do to make that happen. You've tried things and it hasn't worked. Um, Maybe you're the leader of a fast growing company and you're starting to realize that 
uh, one of two things is happening. Growth is either leveled off and you want to breathe new life into it or growth is accelerating and that's presenting a whole new set of challenges for you. Maybe it's the situation that a new competitor has moved into your market. They have a better way of doing things. It's flashier. And quite honestly, you're like, why didn't we think of that? If those examples hit home, you have options. There are things you can do. Here's the thing that I love to do for my clients is I'm going to give you an unfair advantage over your competition because we're going to build something else that no one else can duplicate. We're going to build a high-performance workplace that's based on your unique and distinct business DNA. I love to start conversations that need to happen, but they just don't happen on their own. And here's why that's important. And this is how we're going to end this episode. Conversations create clarity, and that clarity produces action, and that action drives your results.